Bruce Lawn. First of all, anybody that's here that like gets some some like bizarre sense of glee or enjoyment from this, uh, maybe you've been hurt by the Christian rap community. Maybe uh, you are no longer a Christian, but you think this is entertaining. This is funny. Like uh, that sucks for you, man. Like that really sucks for for anyone to, to 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 sense that degree of pain where you're like gleeful over this. So that sort of energy, like just please don't take that here. Why am I making this video? Making this video because Gavi's been on a channel before. Making this video because Christian Hip Hop's a, a, a small community. <sighs> Making this video because a lot of you guys are asking me to talk about it, to try to make sense of it, and that's what we're going to attempt to do. I'm going to talk about it with the same grace and truth that I would if Gavi was in the room. I actually reached out to Gavi. I told him I was going to do this stream. Uh, asked him if there's anything he needs me to know. I know Bree, his ex-wife, personally, she was in a small group with us um, when we were attempting to start a young adults ministry from about 10 years ago or so. So uh, awesome woman of God from all measurable accounts. And making this video because I want to make sure that we have some sort of framework because that I know this is going to have a ripple effect on the community. I know that a lot of those of us that have participated in the Christian rap community, come from the Christian rap community, probably need some encouragement right now. Unfortunately, I'm making this video because this probably will happen again. This is not the first time this has happened in Christian hip hop. This is not the first time this has happened with Christian leaders. And unfortunately, this probably will not be the last time. But if there's anything I could do about it, I, I want to help usher in a culture that's healthy, that's stable, and that has a way and a pathway forward. Um, I'm making this video because I'm hoping Gavi sees it. I'm praying Gavi sees it. Gavi, if you're watching this, please watch till the end because I'm going to attempt to give him a, a pathway out of this. And I'm making this video because I want those of us who maybe come from a background where sexual sin was an issue. We have platform, we have power, we have influence, or, or you're aspiring for that, that I'm going to give you guys a passage at the end to prevent this because I don't want this to continue happening. I don't want this to be something that's normal. The most loving thing isn't the easy thing, unfortunately. I'd say about a year-ish ago, we started hearing rumblings of things kind of going on there. And from, from all measurable accounts, uh, he was, was in the process of getting separated and or getting divorced. And from... I'm, I'm trying to... Forgive me for... If I'm stumbling over more, I'm, I'm trying to toe that line between like what I'm, when I what I should say publicly and, and what I know privately. Okay, so uh, there was reports in, internally from within the circle that he was going to be going through a divorce. And, and again, from all measurable accounts of everything I know of his wife, she's an amazing woman of God. And it and it kind of was like a shock, you know. And we, I think internally, at least myself, was just believing for repentance, believing for restoration, and. Reach reached out afterwards to want him to come on the channel to promote something. I don't remember, but it was after I knew this. And I just thought it was really weird that they would still reach out to have him come on the channel. Like, that was weird to me considering everything that was going on behind the scenes. And I had to have known some of it because I'm not in that circle like that, but I know some of it. And so I just didn't reply to the email because I thought it was really bizarre that they were continuing to seemingly promote the, the work of someone who was going through such a tough uh, time in their, their life. Now, and then it all culminated to basically 
it coming out when him putting out a statement saying there was no scandal there there's nothing you know don't don't ask don't go looking and uh catafat who i also know who i've also corresponded with a little bit um kind of blowing the whole lid on this thing and i'm gonna give you guys my thoughts on that and the way that went down briefly um because i think people are looking to 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 demonize the the whistleblower in this situation and this goes way way further than what you guys may know in terms of the the allegations here i'm going to say some stuff to the victims as well here in a moment okay so let's just start with the with the with the, with the macro issue in my, in my opinion this is just my humble opinion and then we'll go further and further into details um the macro issue is there's someone who is seemingly going through a divorce and is, a, is, is remaining, releasing music, remaining touring, and, and remaining platformed that identifies as a Christian. Okay, so let's just remove the allegations for a moment and let's, let's just talk about that. I think there's a macro systemic issue within the Christian community where divorce has all of a sudden been normalized, where it, 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 it's, it's okay if you're unhappy and you want to terminate a marriage because it is what it is. I'm no longer happy in this situation. It's no longer, quote unquote, healthy for me. And so I'm out. However, according to the scriptures, there are specific biblical grounds for when a person can and cannot terminate a marriage, an oath, a covenant that someone took. Okay, so before I get into the other stuff, let's just let's just talk about this briefly. Um, personally, I've been to, to to many weddings. I've been a part of many weddings, and two of the weddings that I was very close to, marriages I was very close to, dissolved. There was a situation me and my wife were very close with. I'm talking, hanging out, you know, watching their kids, the whole bit, and they were not in Christ. Had a bunch a tumult, bunch of tumultuous issues. Were uh, going through a lot and got saved and, and, and were like right on the verge of divorce, got saved and God restored and redeemed their marriage. It was, it was literally amazing. It was miraculous. It was like, I never would have thought these two people can get restored. These folks in my personal life, but just follow along for a second. Okay. This is one of like my, my closest friends one day calls me and says, Hey, I'm leaving my wife. And I said, hold on. What are you, ta- you what are you talking about? You don't have any grounds. He said, well, well, I think I do. I think I do. And I said, how? She's a stay-at-home mom. She she doesn't work. She's with your she's raising two of your kids, and both kids I think were under five at the time. Where in the world would she have time to go and cheat on you? Where would she have the opportunity to do this? Right? Again, this is the specific biblical grounds for divorce. Right? And He's like, well, I just, this is just how I feel. I said, you can't just say this the way you feel and then just up and leave your wife. So guess what happened? He left his wife. He didn't listen to me or anybody at our church. Uh, that created a, a ripple in our relationship because I'm like, I'm not co-signing this. This is something that I don't tolerate. This is something that men shouldn't tolerate. Other men just up and divorcing their wives because it, it, it didn't work out. Men, we don't do that. And I think there's this sense of normalcy within certain Christian circles where this is okay. Ah, it just didn't work out. Whoops. And even the allegation or, or the potential allegation that she may have done something, that you gotta, there has to be some sort of evidence in that. You can't just say that and not have anything to back that up. And so guess what? My friend uh, stopped going to our church, more or less disfellowshipped. I was no, I was no longer going to be in his life. Fast forward. 
he gets remarried to someone that's uh was in their wedding party and and ends up having another baby and he gets i guess remarried to her and we haven't really been friends since now the other side of that is the mother in the situation has no relationship with her children that he then took uh was kind of out in the streets after the fact really is in a strained place in totality these things don't go without consequences and any community or any church or any denominational slant that thinks this sort of stuff is okay, let's just start with divorce. It's just, we're all sinners. No, 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 no. Or don't judge. That's, that's, the doctrine, that's the doctrine of the world, if you will, right? Don't judge. That's the highest virtue. Don't judge. So I, I want to first look at, at some passages of Scripture and and how we're going to continue on in the, in the rest of this conversation, because I think it's important to know what the, what the scriptures say, okay? Um, this notion of don't judge, this is private. This is, this, is my issue, this is my thing over here. Don't judge, how dare you judge me? It's like, no fam, if you're going to call yourself a follower of Jesus, that means that you're saying that there's certain authority that you need to submit to, Okay? And the scriptures happen to be one of them. And the scriptures have very specific requirements for what constitutes a divorce. Okay? Particularly sexual immorality. You could extend it to abandonment, 1 Corinthians. And you could potentially extend it to, like, abuse. Okay? Physical abuse, that sort of thing. This is Mike Winger. You could go take it up with him if you disagree with that. Go take a take, take that up with Mike Winger. Mike Winger's three-hour video on divorce. He allows that as a per, per, permits that as, as a thing for us. So when it comes to this whole don't judge me thing, let's look at what the scriptures say, okay? Um, because the scriptures don't quite say that. Some of you guys like to quote Matthew and say, Jesus said, judge not lest you be judged. Um, he's saying that with the measure you use to judge other people, you will be judged. What it says about judging within the church is actually not what people think it says. So let's look at 1 Corinthians Chapter 5, this is Paul writing the church in Corinth, which is a wild, wild church, okay? He says, I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you, something that even pagans don't do. I'm told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother, okay? This is pretty wild stuff happening here. You are so proud of yourselves, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame, and you should remove this man from your fellowship. Then you must throw this man out and hand him over to Satan so that his sinful nature will be destroyed and he himself will be saved on the day the Lord returns. When I wrote to you before, I told you, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. But I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge in sexual sin or greedy or, 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 or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. You would, you would have to leave this world to avoid like, uh, like that, to avoid people like that. I meant that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer yet indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or worships idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats. Don't even eat with such people. It isn't my responsibility to judge those outside, but it is certainly your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will judge those on the outside, but as the scriptures say, you must remove the evil person from among you. So for starters, this notion of don't judge is nonsense. It's hogwash. This notion, this notion that my life is my life and I'm over here in the cut doing what I want to do. Don't you worry about that. Listen, sexual immorality is serious. Abandoning your family or your wife is serious. Infidelity is serious. 
it says to 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 not even associate with with a person. And it's interesting that it says, uh, you, you know, I told you guys don't associate with people who are sexually immoral. I wasn't talking about those in the world. I was actually talking about those in the church. You are to judge those in the church. There needs to be a righteous judgment in the church. And how, 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 do, we, how do we navigate this terrain where we're in the middle of a pandemic and people may not be in a local church covering, but they're you know, watching remotely or they're on a Christian label that may not function like a church, but there's still a band of brothers. and all, it, it becomes a bit nuanced, but what, what doesn't change is the fact that if there's someone out of pocket, if there's someone out of pocket cheating on their wife, flirting with women inappropriately, leaving in a marriage without grounds, which I'm not, I'm not sure it, it, that, that's the fact, but from all every measurable metric, that's, that's what we see, is that there's, there's, no, there's no grounds here for this, right? And... For people to stand by or a community to stand by or a label to stand by and know this is going on to some degree, because they knew for at least a year, according to the tweet Lecrae replied, they didn't understand everything else. To me, I, I, just, I, just, I just stop and pause and go, like, do we need to repent as Christians? Have we exalted charisma and talent over character and trustworthiness? Have we promoted charm and, 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 and clout over godliness. I'm not, this is not a dig at reach. This is us as a consumer base. I'm going to get more into Christian fame and that whole thing in, in, in a moment here. Okay, But I think we may need to repent of the people we, 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 we put on platforms. Of the people that we, we, we want to be exalted. Of the people, right? Like, ah, he's talented. But how is his character? Who is he around when, 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 when no one's around and it's just you? What kind of, what kind of energy is he? But what's the, what are the reports that are coming back? And again, this isn't just specifically Agave. This is the macro issue here. What are you willing to tolerate in the name of art? What are you willing to tolerate in the name of vibes? What are you willing to tolerate in the name of, it's just music, have we lost sense of any sort of biblical standards for what is and isn't appropriate for a Christian in the public sphere to behave? And this is, again, this pastors, pastors that I've met, I've met John Gray, who had a full-on, full-on exposed affair, adultery, sexual immorality, and somehow got through it unscathed. How did we get here? How did, how did, how did we get here? Just, just there. Because I think if we could check that, like sincerely, like hear me, like, I'm, yes, I'm speaking with a sense of judgment. If we could check that, if we could judge that, maybe we could avoid all the other stuff that comes after that, right? And so I've seen it happen to my friends all the time. And so my, my question to you guys is, are you an enabling type of Christian, when you know something's off, but you don't, you don't want to press, you don't want to challenge, you don't want to, you know? Now, let's talk about the timeline real quick. And I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this, but we knew about this, this whole debacle with uh, the, 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 the issues in the marriage. A lot of people chose to look the other way. Um, 
or, or, or maybe they, quote unquote, couldn't do anything legally about it. I don't know. All right. Um, but there started to murmur other allegations, other things. And people think it was recent. It wasn't recent. Catafat, who put this tweet up, said, ladies, um, this is June 7th, 2021. This isn't recent. This is seven months ago. Ladies, if anyone I've worked with has sent you penis pics, please let me know. I do not tolerate that ish. Okay, this is, this is six months ago. And Andy replied to this. We'll update you later. So this is a while ago. This stuff started a while ago. This isn't, you know, like this isn't like we just, apparently she was, being a private investigator and building up a case here, right? And so people can, can, can feel a way about the way she, the information came out. And people can feel a way about the crew and people can feel, feel a way. Listen, um, God uses very flawed people to do things all the time. And, and, and there's, there's a, quite a number of things that me and Catafant, Catafant is uh, words plays wife. That's who broke this whole thing. Okay, that's who broke this whole thing. And you could be upset about her language. You could be upset about all these different things, um, you, the, the way she did it. But you know what? Sometimes um, extreme times come for extreme measures. We're hearing about this, that there's, there's, this, there's this messy situation that uh, he's not really going about this biblically. We're all hearing about this, right? Or at least, at least I am. Okay, and again, I'm trying to not say how much I, we, I know because I don't want to, the way the information got, I don't know how much this information was available in that circle, but I knew. We're all hearing about this. And then there seems to be these other uh, allegations. And so um, there's a number of things me and her may disagree on, but like her language or the way she did a, went about it doesn't, it should be the last of your concerns here. Like, like straight up, like, I don't like the profanity. I don't know. I don't, I don't like whatever. That should be the last of your concerns here. There are people that knew something was going on behind the scenes. The straw that broke the camel's back is when Gavi put out the statement and try to act like it was all good. There's no scandal here. There's nothing to gossip about. I think that's where he, that's where he played himself. That's where he played himself. If you're, if you're going to try and escape this marriage and, and fly below the radar, then do, you, you should have just done that. But when you then put this whole, like, there's nothing to gossip about, there's nothing to, da, 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 and then she's close to Bree. She knows what's going on, right? She understands what's happening behind the scenes. She's getting the, the and again, it's like, we, I can't, we can't go into some of this stuff Anyway, so this, this so so she's in this really interesting position. He, she's in this really interesting position, and maybe I wouldn't have done it the same way. But goodness gracious, you got to give her the credit. That was a courageous thing to do, considering that words played as her husband, considering that she's gonna uh, uh, you know offend a bunch of y'all. Y'all gonna accuse her of being a clout chaser and all this stuff. And I think she did what she believed was the right thing to do. And I, and I, I commend her for it. I probably would have used it, done it differently, right? But 
I think what she did was very courageous. And I think we need people who are willing to, to, to step up and to, not to sound cliche, but to speak truth to power. You have someone that's insulated, pulling back from every relationship, not, in a, not, not submitted to a local church, right? And then you have somebody else that's just like, I don't care who this upsets. I don't care about my industry connects. Like, I'm going for it. And she did. And it has seemed to prove to, to some degree, I don't know which degree, to be true. Now, I don't know the particulars. I don't know. I know there's a number of allegations. So because there's a number of allegations, um, my advice to the, the women who received picks that were not asked for, who were invited to studio sessions on the guys of working together, and then all of a sudden they started getting hit on. The most loving thing you can do, the most loving thing you could do is to step forward and to show the evidence so that if, if there's legal violations here, that, that, that he can be dealt with legally. That, that would be my advice to the victims is, hey, if there was conversations happening, unwarranted um, advances made, full-on picks, which is, which by the way, when I first heard about this, you guys were asking me to, to, to comment on, I'm like, you guys know that like sending unsolicited picks is, is, is a, is a crime in, in many places. It's not, it's not crime everywhere, but it is a crime in a ton of places. So I like, I'm not uh, like commenting on sexual allegations. That's real serious. That's harassment. That's sexual harassment. That's not okay. This is, that's, that's yeah. Sexual assault to some degrees. Most women don't stand to benefit from coming forward, right? This whole, like, how do we know it's true? Listen, most women aren't jumping out the window and putting this sort of out, stuff out there for clout or because they want attention. We need to have a bit more tr- trust in women that when they say this kind of stuff, they're not doing it because, generally speaking, not, I'm, I'm sure there's some thing, right? But generally speaking, like, Women ain't, aren't trying to be victims here, fam. They're not trying to chase for clout and likes. It's, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing for everybody involved. This is one of the areas where I'm, I'm disappointed in reach. Because the moment there was any murmurings of allegations, there should have been a private investigator hired, and this stuff should have been looked into immediately. Not after it goes viral. Immediately this should have been this should have been this should have been investigated. Immediately this should have been investigated. Immediately this should have been investigated. And and and, and I you, you can come out your pockets, pay figure that out. How does how does Gavi bounce back from something like this? Um I think there's only one path out of this. Right? I think there's only one path out of this. Uh, and that's and that's to, to own this all the way. That's to own this all the way, right? And so uh, we know this passage, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but whoever, uh, but uh, shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Now we don't read the stuff that comes after that. Whoever believes in Him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people 
loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. The only path, only pathway out of this for Gavi is to whatever happened, own it. Own 150% of it. Instead of saying nothing happened, there's no scandal, what should have been said is there was infidelity, I failed in my marriage, I'm going to do better. Right? Instead of trying to silence people with gag orders, instead of trying to maneuver um, behind the scenes and control the narrative, 150% step into the light and expose yourself. Hey, guys, I failed in this area. This was an L. Uh, in the process, I was in a dark place. I started talking to some women. I made some unwarranted advances. I didn't know. Maybe I did know. I did what they didn't act. Like, you got to own 150% of it. And that's, and that's the only potential pathway. It's to step fully into the light and own this whole thing. If there's any, if there's any, if there's any hint of his wife taking him back, you got you to repent and get reconciled. That's it. That's the only way. You got to own 150% of it. That's the only way. And had he been a bit more transparent initially, then he could have potentially maneuvered around it. How do we prevent this from moving forward? How, 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 how does this never, how do we get to a place where this doesn't keep happening? Because this is going to happen again. This will, this will happen again, unfortunately. How do, we, how do we prevent that? Well, there's a, a passage I always think of that I'm going to take you guys to. And I think this will hopefully give some credence to what we ultimately aspire for and desire. And even desire in our celebrities, quote unquote. Which, by the way, the entire notion of a, of a Christian celebrity is asinine to me. It's absolutely backwards that we would have Christian celebrities. Jesus said, whoever wants to be the greatest among you must serve. Whoever wants to be the greatest among you must serve. He never re- rebuked the disciples' desire to want to be great. He just kept redirecting it to service. Serve, 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 serve. Whoever wants to be the greatest must be the biggest servant of them all. Okay, so there's a passage that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to speak to, especially those of you guys that are creative, especially those of you guys who um, aspire for these things. Okay, um, it's from... 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and this is one of my favorite passages, and this is genuinely what I'm aspiring for and I'm praying for, and I recommend you pray for it in your own life. Verse, uh, verse 11, and make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. You should mind your own business and work with your own hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anyone. If you're a creative, if you're an artist, let me just tell you something. Um, Me not making it as an artist was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Quote, unquote, making it. Me never making it on any of those tours. Me never uh, uh, getting the same degree of accolades, Grammys. Greatest thing that ever happened to me. 
Make it your ambition to lead a quiet life. A quiet life. Meaning, shouldn't be about you desiring celebrity for the sake of celebrity. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be your desire for fame or money for the sake of being rich or to floss. Make it your desire to lead a quiet life. Now, I'm not saying don't be creative, don't make music, don't do, don't do art, don't, don't, don't make dope things, right? I'm just saying, what are you aspiring for? What are you aspiring for? You should mind your own business and work with your own hands, just as we told you. A lot of what you need to be successful in the music industry is other people to push the button on you, teams, managers, industry standards, Live Nation, booking agents. What are you doing with your own hands, though? See, because if all this YouTube stuff disappears for me tomorrow, I still got some really good skills, and I'll always be able to provide for my family no matter what. But if you're dependent on other people, if you're dependent on a record label, if you're dependent on the machine, a publicist, right, You should mind your own business and work with your own hands. Just as we told you. Just as we told you. So that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. So that your daily life, your daily life, now, who you are on stage, now who you are on your albums, now who you are uh, on YouTube, now who you are on the internet, not who you are on, on Twitter, on Instagram, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders. I, I love how Paul puts that, and I think that's a, a, a verse for a lot of us, is if you get to whatever mountaintop thing you think you're supposed to be at, If you get to whatever platform you think God told you you're going to be famous someday and reach people for Jesus and you get there, but your daily life ain't in check. Who you are when no one's looking ain't in check. Your thought life ain't in check. Your marriage isn't in check. It could all come tumbling down. And so the interesting thing about fame and the interesting thing about success and the interesting thing about uh, platform and money is is it many times amplifies who you really are. It amplifies who you really are. It's not that it, it, it's not that it in of itself destroys people. It's that it just exposes people in that in that in that sin that's sitting there. What happens is you start getting more access to excess. You start getting more access to excess. So before, when you was just a guy from around the way, there wasn't. Girls weren't that interested, even if they're just pulling up on some music stuff. They maybe, oh, maybe he could work with me in a music capacity. Okay, that wasn't happening when you were just local. Now, stuff is, is, is bubbling. And so the person you were when, when you were just local, were you lusting for power? Were you lusting for multiple women? Were you lusting for influence for the sake of influence? Right? It's just going to expose who you really are. But if you make your daily life, if you make your daily life the thing that you're working on, who are you when no one's looking? Like, who are you for real? Who are you when you lay down and the lights go off 
And it's just you, your thoughts, and God. Who are you? Any one of us, unchecked, with no accountability, in a, in a, in a, in a panoramic, like, it don't take a lot if you got that stuff deep in you and you haven't worked, worked it out. You ain't went to counseling. You ain't went to therapy. You haven't went and saw, right? Like that stuff can, and what happens is it's, it's, no one wakes up and wants to be in this position. No one wakes up and says, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go through this messy situation and I got kids now and now they're going to have to have two different homes and two different Christmases. Like no one wants this. It's a bunch of little things. It's a bunch of little things, little unchecked things. That slowly, you don't ever open up, you don't ever deal with it, and slowly, they creep up. And then your access to excess gets larger. You have more access to women, more access to money, more access to people. You start pulling back some of those safeguards that you had. Simple things, like can your spouse can grab your phone, or can your friends just grab your phone whenever they want and just open up your Instagram and scroll through it. Right? Like, like those little simple things. Can do other people have access to your social media? So I'm so glad here <laughs> aspiring artists, aspiring creatives, man, do not do not aspire to go to a place with your platform and your talent where your character is not ready to take you. Work on your character. Work on who you are when no one's looking. Work on who you are when 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 it's just you, God, and your thoughts. Who are you then? If you work on those things, if you work on those things, let God determine size of platform. Let God determine impact. Let God determine those things. But don't don't lose sight of what's the most important thing. The most important thing for me is not this YouTube thing, though I find a ton of fulfillment from this. The most important thing is who was I the past couple days when... It was just me and my family at at Big Bear Mountain. Who am I to my son? Who am I to my niece? Who am I to my wife? Who am I to my daughter? That's the most important thing. Like, that that really is. That's why I didn't make a video about this initially. Because I was gone. I was spending time with my family. I wasn't going to hop on and do something about this prematurely. That's, That's what matters, guys. Who are you when no one's around? And your first ministry is your home. Your first ministry is your marriage. That should be where everything is driven out of from there. Okay, so if, if the objective is more fame, more money, more clout, at what cost? What good is it to gain the world and lose your soul? That's what Jesus said. At what cost? I, I intentionally do things on this YouTube channel from time to time to stifle my own growth. I don't make certain videos to appease a certain demographic of Christian that will get likes. I don't do videos where I'm dunking on false teachers because I know I know we could crush those. I mean, oh my goodness, if I made a Joel Osteen video every week, that would get my subscribe. I intentionally do things to push the weirdos away and to push the typical Christian consumer away on purpose. One, because I really believe in trying to help better Christian culture, but two, because I don't want a, a gang of extra attention. I want the tribe that's here to really be here for what we're trying to do here, which is ultimately get you to live out this gospel, to live out this good news, not to compromise it 
and just say, oh, a divorce, whoopsie, it happens. No, 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 no. If you're going to claim the mantle of Christ over your life, there's certain specific conduct you as a man, you as a woman of God need to live by. And we're going to talk about that. And I'm not going to water it down and just be like, well, you know, sometimes divorce happens. No, there's no biblical grounds. You don't just sometimes get divorced. That's not how it works. We're called to a greater standard. I just did a whole video on how to prevent divorce. You should go watch that. And we definitely, and we definitely don't look the other way when there's women speaking up and saying, hey, this happened to me. Where is the proof? Where is the, fam, usually when there's smoke, there's fire. Usually when there's this many women coming out and saying something, you don't need to see the freaking penis pig to know that something like that happened. When, when, the, when the daggone label says, hey, we have to part ways. What do you, what do you, do you want, you, you want, you want the, the photo too? You want the photos? You want, like, what do you, what, what, what are we talking about? And the, right, right after they announced a massive tour, which again, why the heck was he on the tour to begin with? Right? So where is that line between, oh, I don't know, um, Christian artist versus elder of a church? I think it's in Christian conduct. I think it's in Christian conduct. Certain things I don't tolerate. Certain things we shouldn't tolerate. Anybody in your life that's claiming to be a follower of Jesus and decides to abandon their marriage because they're not happy anymore, it just wasn't working out? No. That's not how it works. And we've normalized this stuff, and we've gotten worldly with this stuff, and, and we've, just, we've just flown by thinking everything is Gucci because, oh, well, you know, stuff happens. Uh-uh. There's something Ray Rock wrote. Ray Rock's a good friend of mine, and I, and I, love, I love how he put this. Where bad religion and worldliness meet. They meet at the appearance of right living and or success. This is why we all struggle with hypocrisy and being hyper-control freaks of our reputations. Instead of living up to our values and the humble pursuit of growing in our character, we find ways to hide from our truth and sweeping things under the rug. Instead of asking for accountability, taking responsibility, and being open to examination, we keep things that should not be hidden behind closed doors away because we care more about our appearance of power, money, and careers than our own character. How do you take correction? Are you open or closed off? How do you handle yourself when you know others get mistreated? Do you take a stand for what is right? Or is it business as usual? Because, because it's not you that's being affected. Maybe today we have to tell someone, I'm sorry for what I did to you. I was selfish and I was wrong for what I did and said. Maybe we have to take responsibility and tell people, I'm responsible for knowing about a wrongdoing and was slow to respond. How can we show up for you now? So do we take bad religion from meeting worldliness? So do we keep bad religion from meeting worldliness by pursuing good religion? James 1, 27 says, Pure and undefiled religion in the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. I think, I think Ray Rock put that beautifully, and I think he, um, he captures the heart of what we're supposed to be after in terms of um, desiring to live a set-apart holy life, desiring accountability, desiring to be searched by God and God's people, desiring to live in accordance with his precepts, not because he's a, 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 a angry, killjoy God that wants to keep good things from us. No, 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 no. It's because he loves us that he creates certain parameters for us. See, we think that freedom is the ability to go and do whatever we want. It's not. 
Freedom is being freed from the things you don't want to do anymore and parameters for you to flourish within. So as we're desiring to be free in Christ, to live an abundant life, full life, it's within the confines of living God's way. It's within the confines of following his precepts. It's within the confines of submitting our lives and our will to his will. If we pursue living God's will, we first have to get into his word to learn his ways. If you're in God's ways and living God's ways, you will always be in God's will for your life. That requires community. That requires people around you. That requires you being transparent. That requires vulnerability. That requires uh, uh, being willing to admit when you're wrong. That requires parameters and boundaries. That requires being willing to step up and speak up for victims. That requires laying down your your, uh, uh, rights for the sake of you being holy. I don't have a ton of rights, fam. I'm a married husband with kids. Okay? I don't get I don't get a ton of uh a freedom to do what I want to communicate with who I want to come and go. And that's a good thing. Those parameters just will keep a lot of us safe. And I and I again, I'm so so happy that these things uh it, 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 that, that that I was never in a position um to, to, to have this much access to excess and to, and to be like, who knows, man, who knows? But I'm, I'm telling you guys this, unfortunately this stuff will happen again. What kind of culture are we going to build as Christians? When your friend tells you something, this just, this just happened to me. This just happened to me. I had a brother of mine, relatively newlywed called me and said, I'm going through some troubles with my wife. And I, and I said, you don't get to leave. You don't get to leave. If, you, if you're for sure that she didn't cheat on you, you don't get to leave. We don't do that as men. I am, I am way more, way more infuriated when men leave their wives without grounds than I am of listening to secular music or, or, or whatever trivial thing or whatever community you want to attack outside of the church. Men in church, we don't, we don't get to do things like that. We don't get to leave because we're unhappy. We're unfulfilled. I'm just not happy anymore. I'm not, just not, it's just not working out. No, 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 no. We have to do better. We have to do better because by the way, by the way, a lot of us have daughters and nieces. What kind of world are they going to grow up in? Where men could just be like, yeah, you know, it just, just wasn't, it just wasn't working out. no. That's a, just just so we're clear. That to me is by far like the the allegations and the victims. Like I'm I'm broken that that there was a violation of that proportion. But to me, the most frustrating part is there was seemingly this out of pocket behavior. And he just, he was just kind of able to retreat and we, it just didn't work out. Mm-mm. So anyway, man, um, have your house in order. Who are you submitted to? Who's your accountability? I don't mean in a weird religious way. I'm just saying, like, who can call on you and check you? Who can call on you and just and just be like, fam, no. You're not. <laughs> no, you can't do that. You can't say that. You can't. No. Go deal with that. Go pay for therapy. Yes, I said pay for preferably Christian therapy. Find a Christian therapist. Find someone to sit with. 
What you believe about the world will determine how you behave. If you, if, if you don't think you can get better, and trust me, as someone who's dealt with sexual sin, not to this proportion, but you could definitely, there, there is restoration available. So my advice to all you guys, man, like, this is a this is a uh, an overflow of a macro issue, in my opinion, and, and multiple multiple breakdowns across the board. And at the end of the day, keep keep them in prayer, keep the families in prayer. This is like, man, as, as having gone through this multiple times, unfortunately, multiple times, it isn't um, the ripple effect of this will be felt way beyond, um, way beyond just this 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 week. This is going to affect people for a while. So anyway, those are my thoughts, man. Hey, guys, I got to go. Love you guys. All right. Make sure, uh, again, if you want to go the extra mile, consider partnering with us on Patreon. It really, really does help a ton. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Yo, thank you so much for making it to the end of this video. If you want to check out some of the links in the description of this video, it would really be helpful. We have a free Master My Habits course, a free Find Your Niche course, and a free How to Study the Bible course all in the description of this video. And be sure to check out some of these other videos recommended from me and YouTube to you right here. All right? Peace.